Well, good morning and welcome to today's daily devotion, your daily PPE, and uh, welcome to our podcast of wisdom. Uh, Today is Monday. It is Memorial Day, and uh, I want to say happy Memorial Day to you, and I hope you have a great uh, day off. If you're off today, uh, you're blessed if you're off today. Uh, If you're not, if you had to work, then uh, I pray you have a wonderful day anyway. Um, celebrating this Memorial Day. Um, it is Monday, it is May the 30th, and the the title of today's devotion is Obtainable Wealth. Obtainable Wealth. It comes to us once again from Job chapter 1, <clears throat> and uh, it's verse 9 and verse number 10 is our main focus today. So let me read that verse to you, or those two verses to you, and we'll get right into the devotion. <clears throat> Excuse me. Job 1 Verse 9 and verse 10 says, Satan replied to the Lord, Yes, but Job has good reason to fear God. You have always put a wall of protection around him and his home and his property. You have made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is. Now, I know you probably might quite possibly be rewinding this or pausing this devotion this morning and thinking, now, wait a minute. Um, haven't we been here before? Haven't we been through uh, this passage before? And you'd be right. We, I haven't made it out of the first chapter of Job yet, but I couldn't leave this chapter or this passage or this place in Job without mentioning a couple of more things that are very important about these verses. And so, you know, <clears throat> as we've read through the, the first eight verses, and actually, Uh, I believe we've read through the first uh, 10 or 11 verses of this chapter. But you'll know the Bible has said that Job uh, is blameless. God has said Job is blameless, a man of complete integrity. Listed all the things. Job was very rich and and God pointed this out to Satan. And and Satan has come before the, the Lord in the throne room of God somehow. I'm not really sure how that works or how that operates. We may get into that a little bit more as we study Job. But anyway, right now, for the sake of this devotion, we don't know how that has happened, but Satan's come. God's pointed out the righteousness of Job. And Satan says, yeah, well, you know, he does and he lives for you because you've blessed him so much. You've protected him. And um, the Bible points out Job's blameless. He's a man of complete integrity. He fears God. And not only does he fear the Lord, but he he stays away from evil. He runs from evil. He goes the opposite direction. <clears throat> and we may look at this type of lifestyle from Job, and we may say or we may think this kind of lifestyle is unobtainable. Or you might be, and I'm not saying you're like Satan or like evil, but you may think kind of the same thing as Satan thinks. You know, maybe Job didn't have all the distractions that we have today that would keep him from serving the Lord the way he should. Or maybe Satan's right. Maybe uh, Job has a special connection with God and God shows favor to particular people in particular ways. And God has put a special protection around Job and nothing ever bad or or, or nothing horrible ever happens to him because God doesn't allow it. Um, But I want you to know this morning, these verses are written here 
And the way Job starts out this chapter here is written in a way, in a Hebrew poetic way, to let us know that, number one, that's not the case. There's a reason for the way that Job lives his life. And there's a reason why he's obtained this favor. And Satan is wrong. It's not just because God favors one person or another. Job has made a choice in his life. <clears throat> and this blessing, if you read through these verses, these blessings didn't come to him overnight. He didn't just obtain three daughters and seven sons overnight. He didn't just obtain the the character of a man of complete integrity or blameless or staying away from evil overnight. He didn't just obtain 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels overnight. This was a lifestyle that Job had chosen. He had lived this lifestyle for years. Um, he had been trained and and trained himself in his heart and his mind to follow and to live the commands and the life of God. It was a choice that Job had made. As a matter of fact, verse number five is very important, and it tells a lot about the life that Job lived towards God and the reason behind his blessings. The Bible says, <clears throat> that there were celebrations that his, his children held, sometimes for several days. And afterwards, Job would purify his children. The Bible says he would get up early in the morning and he would offer, offer burnt offerings for each of them. Because Job said, you know, there's a possibility that my children might have sinned, that they might have cursed God in their hearts. And the fact is, and, and the key to this is, the last sentence here. This was Job's regular practice. This was something Job did for years, and he made it a regular practice. He made this his lifestyle. He made it, uh, I guess I would say, um, that was his character. He made it a, uh, a regular practice of, uh, I can't even think of the word I'm I'm trying to say here, but uh, there was two things that Job did that made his life and his lifestyle like this. Number one, the Bible says he would purify his children. Now, this doesn't mean that Job would save his children or that, or that Job could repent for his children on their behalf. That's not what this means. We, we know that I can't repent for everyone in my congregation. I can't repent for my children or for my wife. I, I can't repent for them. Um, what this simply means is that Job led a life of repentance. He lived it and then he showed and taught his children and his family how to make atonement for their sins. Job was a leader. He led his family. The inner, inner or the um, English Standard Version of this says that Job would consecrate them. This simply means that he would set them apart or he would show them how to set their lives apart. He showed them how to be a true follower of Christ. He showed them how to be different from the world. 
Um, it didn't mean that they were better than anybody else in the world. It just means that their lives was different than that of the world. They didn't um, follow other gods. They didn't serve other gods. They didn't do as the world did. They set their lives apart as different. We're to serve God and we're to lead others to do the same. And we lead other people by the way that we live our lives. We're called to be ambassadors for Christ. We're called to be the hands and feet of Jesus everywhere we go and in everything that we do. And again, Job didn't do this for them, but Job, Job showed them how to, how to uh, consecrate themselves. He showed them how to set themselves apart by the way that he lived by the things that he did, the reactions, he taught them how to live and be set apart by God. Number two, Job says, the Bible says that he would get up early and offer burnt offerings for them. This is repentance. This is how he made his life and their lives right in God's eyes. This, does, this goes to show us right off the bat that Job wasn't sinless. He had to get up and again, he didn't make sacrifices for his children, but he showed them how to sacrifice. He showed them how to make their sins right with the Lord. And this, this also shows us that somehow, some way, we don't know when Job was written or when he lived, but somehow he knew the proper way of making restitution for sin in one's life. He knew how to go about doing this. And again, this was no accident that Job lived like this. He set out to learn this. He set out to know it. And every single day, he set out to live a life of repentance before his family. And he set out to lead them in a life of repentance. He led them in the right direction to make their lives right. Now, Satan in the world can say, well, Job had good reason to fear God. You know, God always puts a, a hedge of protection around him and his home and his property. And God makes him prosper in everything he does. But it's because Job spent time with God in prayer. Job lived the way he did because he had an ongoing relationship with the Lord. He prayed. He communed with God. Job lived a life the way he did and the blessings of, of what he had because he sacrificed for the Lord. He reverently feared the Lord. This is true wisdom. And Job also was obedient to God's command. He lived for Jehovah. He lived a life consecrated and set apart for God. It wasn't by chance that Job was blessed. And Job wasn't without trouble or problems or without sin. But Job lived the life of repentance, and that is what made him blessed and righteousness and above reproach. Now, this wealth that I talk about this morning, this obtainable wealth, this obtainable blessing, it's not out of our reach either. We can live a life of true blessing the same way Job did if we will choose the life that chose that Job chose, and that is total commitment to God and his ways. Will you choose that today on this Memorial Day? I pray that you do. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for these words from Job and this wisdom from Job. God, help us to live a life consecrated to you, a life of repentance to you, 
so that we can live a life blessed through you. We thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful holiday weekend. I pray that you're safe and I pray that God works through you and in you and everything that you do. God bless you. Thank you.